0: Hello, and welcome to the Fantasy Madness Podcast with me, your host, the Mad Chatter, Ryan MK. That's right. Thank you for joining me. Much appreciated. Make sure you're following at Madness on the Twitters, on the Grams. Make sure you check out the Tubes versions, too, the video versions. Maybe some of you are watching right now. That's right. Maybe. Maybe. So check it out. Please, please do. And if you're into, you know, my thoughts on just, uh, you know, just random shit, uh, political stuff. I'm not even that much of a political person, so it's really not even that political. It just got a little political as a versant. <laughs> well, obviously. Uh, <laughs> so... Yeah, but I, I like to talk about lots of different stuff. Other sports, UFOs, TV shows, that shit rhymed. I like to just get into whatever. Whatever floats my boat for that particular episode. You can check that out anywhere you find this. <sighs> so I hope everyone had a good weekend. Biden was officially named the projected winner of the election. Which is fantastic. And again, Miscellaneous Debris is the name of my other podcast and you can check that out. Did I even say the name of it when I was describing it just previously? Maybe not. Huh. You know, that's is how I roll. is how things work. How it goes sometimes. Here on Fantasy Madness or on the Miscellaneous Debris podcast. Either way. Either way. So it's great to see that we're going to have a new president. It's also a little worrisome that there's still like two and a half months left of Trump and he won't shut up about the election being fake and a fraud and all of that and it does seem like his support is dwindling though. It does seem like that. But you gotta wonder what the hell is he's gotta focus and get some shit done. He has been doing some shit. See, I won't get too into it. I won't get too into it. You can hear my thoughts on my other pod. But I will say this. I did see something on Twitter, which I thought was a good way of putting it. And I went back to try and find it because I really am trying to get better at giving people credit, especially when I I find something amusing on Twitter or, or, you know, other social media. But really, Twitter's where I hang out the most. And So I want to give people credit, but I must not have liked the tweet or something because I could not find it anywhere. But anyway, props to whoever came up with this, but it was something along the lines of this feels like a horror movie and the monster was killed, but there's still 20 minutes left in the movie. That's a pretty good fucking analogy if you ask me. Not to get all dark and gloomy, because we, we should, you know, those of us on this side of the fence, we should be happy. We should be happy. But we also got to be real. There's still some some time left. There's still 20 minutes left in this monster movie. You know. You know. But thankfully, there's plenty of football to chat about. You know, gives us a break from all the politics politics and all the crazy stuff that's been going on and as i've said it's going to be a long couple of months particularly because one thing that's not likely to get any better at least immediately is the pandemic and uh we'll see how much it affects the foosball along the way but at this moment we're still getting football and that's a great thing i'm enjoying it and hey That's what we're all here for, right? So let's go ahead and get right into the Week 9 Madness. What the fuck? And madness it was. Madness it was in many ways, really. So let's go ahead and get right into it, beginning with, of course, the early games. And you've got the Giants at the Foreskins, the Washington football team, if you prefer. I prefer the Washington Foreskins for now. And 23-20, to 20, the Giants take this one. I got that one wrong, and, and I was a little surprised. I mean, it's an ugly game, like I figured, and there's a great, great play where there's a fumble, and about... A hundred players miss trying to pick this ball up and it just keeps flopping around on the field and players keep flopping around. And it's a great analogy. Again, someone put on Twitter that I can't seem to, uh, you know, give people their due credit for the shit. I'm terrified. But great, you know, posting this play on Twitter and then saying, this is great. This is the NFC East. Because it, it is just a bunch of fumbling around. <laughs> And Kyle Allen gets hurt, which you never want to see that. And I haven't seen the play. Heard it was a little ugly. I really don't care to see that shit. I I talk about this a lot. Like, I remember, you know, teens, early 20s, you watch a football game. Someone gets a big hit. You're like, "Ah, wow, you see that? Look at that fucking hit right there. Nowadays, I see it and I'm like, oh, God damn it. I hope his brain's okay. It's weird. It's weird. Maybe that's the maturing or maybe that's just, you know, a lot of us understanding what 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 football, you know, more and more because even the football players themselves have begun to understand more and more what football does to their bodies. So it's just a bit of an awareness thing, I guess. But yes, it's definitely yeah. I don't get so much so much pleasure out of out of seeing those guys get smashed. No, it it, it kind of gives me oh you know that the hands over the mouth thing like oh oh my goodness <sighs> anyway sorry 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 t-mac had a solid game seven for 115 and one as did cam sims he had three catches for 110 yards and tony gibson was kind of blah but he got a touchdown Giants wide receivers, uh, they were kind of nowhere to be found. But Evan Engram had five catches for forty-eight yards and a touchdown. Still another game where he catches half his targets, and there you go. That's the fifty percent Engram. <laughs> you start calling him that. Moving on, moving on to the next game: <laughs> Chicago at Tennessee. Chicago seventeen points. Tennessee twenty-four. Hey. Tennessee did bounce back, just like I thought. I thought they'd do so a little more handily, but that's okay. That's okay. The Bears' offense is just kind of blah. I mean, <clears throat> it's a shame. And poor A-Rob. I mean, seven catches, 81 yards. I mean, imagine if this dude had an actual fucking quarterback. And I thought Foles would be a step up from Trubisky, and he's not been. He's not. For Tennessee side. Didn't get a whole lot from King Henry in this game, but A.J. Brown went for 101 yards and a touchdown off of four catches. Johnny Smith had a couple of catches for a little over 30 yards and a touchdown himself. So there you go. Tennessee gets back to their winning ways, and we move on to the next game. (coughs) Detroit at Minnesota. Hey, what did I say? What did I say? You know, I was reading some stuff on Twitter, and I heard what some people were saying. And... There were a good amount thinking, hey, the line should go in there and tear out. And Marvin Jones is a fine replacement for Kenny Galladay. I just had to point out, like I did in the last pod, the differences with Kenny Galladay off the field. He is the engine that makes this offensive car run. Greg Rosenthal from the Around the NFL podcast there. I'm finally giving credit because I could I specifically know his name. <laughs> but he said he's kind of like Dalvin Cook is the Jenga piece for the Vikings offense. He's what makes it go. Kenny Galladay is the same thing. They're in trouble when they don't have him, and it's apparent. And it happened again today, yesterday. <laughs> okay, you caught me. It's Sunday night. I'm recording this, but you'll get this on Monday. But it happened again. I mean, TJ Hawkinson, he he saved his day with a touchdown, but the uh, Swift got a little bit of action. Marvin got a touchdown, but nothing really else. They, they're just not the same. And on the Minnesota side, speaking of that Jenga piece for that offense, Dalvin Cook, he had quite the day. 206 yards, two touchdowns, and a couple of catches for 46 yards. Justin Jefferson had a few catches for 64 yards, but other than that, the passing game really wasn't it was pretty much Dalvin Cook. Amir Abdullah out of nowhere caught a pass for a touchdown, but uh <laughs> Yeah, I know. Weird. But uh Minnesota takes that one. Minnesota takes that one. They're they're getting to they're getting into some winning ways themselves. Interesting. Interesting. Moving on. <laughs> Carolina at Kansas City, I thought Carolina would struggle in this game, and holy shit, this was one of the more fun games of the day, right? Carolina 31, Kansas City 33, and hey, I, 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 I like being wrong a lot of times, maybe not a lot of times, sometimes, this is a case where I enjoy, <laughs> okay, I don't like to be wrong, but there's times I don't mind, this would be one of them, because it made for a hell of a game. Carolina fought hard, man. They really did. And CMC is back in full force, 69 yards and a touchdown, along with 10 catches for 82 yards and a touchdown. Curtis Samuel had nine catches for 105 yards and a touchdown. They they were just, Teddy was playing good today, man. He's playing good. And he had that one play where he fucking flew through the air like Superman to get the first down. Like you're thinking he's got to slide, do something. No, he fucking leapt for it. Whew. Good stuff. Good stuff by Carolina. They didn't win, but come next year, man. Come and, well, man, peeps, my mad caps. (laughs) Come next season, I do believe Carolina could be a bit of a force. Could be a bit of a force. And, of course, the Chiefs did their thing. Patty Mahomes, four TDs. Kelsey, 10 catches, 159 yards. Tyree Kill, 9 for 113 and two touchdowns. And, uh, you know, there you go. Patty spread around the ball a little bit, but uh, big game for Tyreek Hill. And they take the W. <laughs> Next, we have Houston at Jacksonville. Hey, Houston did win, but Jacksonville, well, fuck, they kept it close. They damn near pulled it off. Luton played okay. James Robinson, one yard shy of 100, and a touchdown. DJ Chark sighting. And I think I'm, it was a couple weeks back, talked about him. And, hey, here you go. Now, maybe it's just a Luton thing. We'll see. And we'll see how long Luton plays and if they bring Gardner Minshew back. But he wasn't anything special, Luton. Luton. Is it Luton? Luton? <laughs> Nothing special. But he did okay. And he got Chark involved. Chark, seven catches, 149 yards, and a touchdown. This is fantastic. And unfortunately, in the game, LaVisca Chenault did get hurt. And you don't want to see that because that's that's a little bit of a thing with him. He's got some some injuries in the past. So you worry about that. But hopefully, hopefully he'll be okay. Good young receiver. And you just got to think about, man, if they get a quarterback, you got Chark. You got LaVisca Chenault. I mean, we'll see if they hang on to James Robinson, but you got to like James Robinson, right? They got some weapons on this team, huh? So, be interesting to see. This is all and it's funny cuz you got to wonder is Trevor Lawrence really because there's there's going to be some teams that need a quarterback in that sweepstakes, if you know what I mean. We'll see if he's really worth it. Because I do think there's going to be some other good quarterbacks as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <sighs> Luton. Luton. <laughs> oh, goodness. And for the Texans, Will Fuller, yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. He went five for 100 and a touchdown. Brandon Cooks had three catches for 83 yards and a touchdown. David Johnson had to lead the game concussion duke took over not one of the better performances he got some yards and whatnot but he did get a touchdown so you have to wonder is dj gonna be good to go next game we'll have to see because i would like to see a game where they give duke johnson a good sized workload it, people have been wanting that for a very long time just give it to him if dj oh if, Apologies, that fucking yawn crept in. i me. that was a weekend That was a weird yawn, and it crept in on of my, Anyway, we continue. <laughs> uh, food and sleep, that's what I need. I that's that's what I, I I that's always my excuse. I'm not getting enough food or sleep. And then recently it was the election stuff. That was that was a little bit draining. <laughs> oh, but anyway, should David Johnson miss? I'm gonna be very intrigued by the possibility of a good workload for mr duke johnson so we'll have to keep an eye on that situation next yes the ravens at the colts now nothing about this game was really super impressive the baltimore defense made some plays uh but the offense was pretty blah i mean not uh, much for a rushing attack, uh, although Lamar had a touchdown and Gus Edwards got a touchdown, and and I mean the Indianapolis that their run game struggled. Taylor got the TD, he got the fumble as well. Then Wilkins got a bunch of carries. Although you did see Michael Pittman, he led in yardage on the team. Second in targets on the team. So, I mean, with seven targets. And he caught four of them for 56 yards. That's a good sign, I think. They're going to start getting him involved. And I was ready, you know, to have a bit of a dance party for Michael Pittman. And I guess we can't quite go there, right? We can't get all excited. I shouldn't say dance party. That's the other (laughs) person. Shouldn't use Podfather's word. I, I said it because I used it in my article, which, by the way, by the way, wait till we get to the game. Wait till we get, we're almost there. If you read my article, The Infirmary, you'll have known a couple of things. But I, I was more referencing the dance party to that because I mentioned the dance party and that. But this is what I was saying. I'm ready for some Michael Pittman action. Now, it didn't exactly happen, but you can see by what he did today, that there's a good chance going forward, he could be quite productive. Quite productive. But all around, just kind of an ugly fucking game. So let's get to the next one, which is, it was actually a lot of fun. The Bills and the Seahawks. Seattle, 34. Buffalo, 44. And really, for a lot of the game, it wasn't even that close. Because <clears throat> the Bills came out just, whoo, ish I was wrong on this one like a motherfucker. Seattle, struck. <laughs> hey. The Bills' D showed up, and oh, did they show up. They kind of manhandled the Seahawks for a while the Seahawks couldn't do anything. And then, of course, Russ, you know, in his magic, he, he finds a way to get back into the game, but it was never enough. It was never enough in this game. The Bills just took it to him. Diggs went 9 for 118 yards. John Brown ate for 99. The Rook. Gabriel Davis, four for 70 and a touchdown. And then Moss got a touchdown, but they didn't. They really didn't do a whole lot on the ground. Allen was just kind of, I mean, he went over 400 yards, three passing touchdowns, a rushing touchdown. Allen was on his game today. And, you know, in the comeback, Russ, he made some noise, got some touchdowns. DK went for 708 yards and a TD. DJ Moore, 71 yards and a TD. So uh, DJ Dallas himself, Got, not did I say DJ Moore? David Moore. Not DJ Moore, David Moore. DJ Dallas. There we go, there's the right DJ. He got a TD but didn't do a whole lot on the ground, so it was a very weird game for the Seahawks. I figured they'd be able to do more, but hey, Buffalo's D also seemed like they came to play today, so what a hell of a game. And we move on to the game that I was mentioning previously. If you had read my infirmary article, you would have surmised that... Olamide, Zacchaeus. Olamide. Olamide. Olamine. Zacchaeus. I'm not entirely sure how to say his first name, but Zacchaeus would be a solid play today. And he was. Four for hundred and three yards. Four catches, I should say, and a touchdown. Julio Jones was solid, fifty-four yards and a TD. Gurley got a TD, and really, this game was never in too much doubt until the very end, because. I Drew Locke did not play well yet again through the whole fucking majority of the game till the end. And then he turned it on a little bit. He's just not consistent. You got to be concerned with Drew Locke. And I've heard some talk about, is he in the right system in Shermer's system? Maybe, maybe not. Because it just feels like there should be, because he is aggressive. It just, I don't know. There's something weird about it, but it is concerning. Jerry Judy, however, to get seven catches for 125 yards and a TD. K.J. Hamler, six catches, 75 yards. Hey, the two guys I thought would have a good game. Noah Fant struggled. I thought he might have a good game too, but he also got banged up and exited the game for a little bit, and then he came back in. So we'll have to keep an eye on him now, won't we? Yes, yes, yes. So the Falcons when they, they damn near blow it in the end. Again. But they didn't. They didn't. They get the win. So moving on to the next. Oh, and we hit the afternoon games. And you got the Raiders of Las Vegas traveling to LA to face the Chargers. The Raiders take this one 31 to 26. And the Chargers lose another fucking close one. They have got to be tired of this. <laughs> And Derek Carr looked okay. They, they didn't have a lot going on in the passing game. But the run game was extremely... Feff- uh, blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 Hey, we got this far without my, you know, my first major vocal flub up. You know, that, is, that was my first major one. So, hey, hey, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Trying to give myself a little credit for getting this far. Even though I shouldn't be doing it anyway. But anyway, Josh Jacobs... He had 14 carries for 65 yards and a touchdown. But then you look at Devontae Booker, who had 68 yards and a touchdown on just eight carries. So much more efficient, Devonta Booker. And Agalore and Darren Waller got a got a TD a piece, but they, there just wasn't a lot going on in the air for the Raiders. And then the Chargers. I mean, Keenan Allen went nine for 103 yards and a touchdown. Mike Williams did had a decent game. And then you got Kalen Balazs. Kalen Balazs, 69 yards and a touchdown. What the fuck? Oh, yeah, that's right. Justin Jackson. Apparently, he got injured right before the game. Something. He didn't play. Oh, man, it hurt me. It hurt me in a couple of leagues. But, hey, shit happens, right? You're not going to get mad at the player. He can't do anything. You think he wanted to get injured? But that was a bummer. That was a bummer. And then Kalen Balazs? Not even Joshua Kelly, the Rook. No. Kalen Balazs. Interesting. Interesting there. Interesting. Interesting choice, Anthony Lynn. You just keep losing these close games. You're not going to be around much longer, dude, which sucks. Because I think you're cool, shit. You seem like a nice guy, and you're a black dude, and we need more black dude coaches. So I don't want him to get fired, but he, we, we, he can't keep doing this shit. <laughs> they just keep losing these kinds of. He even said himself, it, it, "We like we got kicked in the gut six times. That's six times too many." Yeah, I'd say so. Next game. <laughs> Miami at Arizona. This one surprised me. I did have Arizona winning the game, but I also thought Miami and Tua in particular would play well. And I just didn't think it would be enough to beat the Cardinals. And it was. It was. Tua went for 248 yards, two TDs. And then Salvin, Salvin Ahmad, he was the leading rusher on the day, but it's still not a whole lot going on in the ground game. Preston Williams, four catches, 60 yards, and a touchdown. That's nice to see. And so it was great seeing this from the Dolphins. And you got to be happy to, you know, did a lot more in this game. And so you got to feel pretty good if you're a Finns fan. And hey, if you're a Cardinals fan, you lost, but shit. Shit, do you have? I mean, Kyler Murray. <laughs> if there's ever any doubt. I mean, look at this 283 yards, three touchdowns, and then 106 rushing yards and another touchdown. Whoo. And he probably took a chunk of the rushing attack because Chase Edmonds disappointed them a month. <laughs> Whoo. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of us are hurting for playing Chase Edmonds, but that's okay. That's okay. Christian Kirk, though, I suggested he would have a good game, and he went 5 or 123 and won. Yes. Yes. Captain Kirk. Next game. <laughs> and we got Pittsburgh at Dallas. Now this game, I got to say, They had me wondering for a minute, is this Big Ben Road stuff true? But hey, at the end of the day, you got to look at, yes, they probably should have beaten the shit out of this Dallas team. But Dallas, they're going to stay resilient. They're going to keep, they don't want to keep losing either. Although you got to wonder where this team's at mentally and how they feel about their coaches and all that shit at this point. But, Big Ben also injured in the game. Came back and played well. Played well. Threw a few touchdowns. Juju, six for 93 and one. Deontay Johnson had six catches for 77 yards. And then Eric Ebron and James Washington, a touchdown apiece. But he played well. And, considering he wasn't getting much on the ground game, James Conner did hardly anything. So, I would say good performance, but it is kind of weird that you know this this Pittsburgh offense seems to be able to put up points, and it's kind of like what you should have been able to. Most teams are putting up points against this Dallas defense, but you know they got to get up to play too. So, so not going to harp too much on the Steelers. I just thought they'd do a little more. Of a beat down today. That's a, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And then if you look at the Dallas side, it's just things going right. Tony Pollard, more effective than Zeke again because he went 9 for 57. Zeke, meanwhile, went eight went 51 yards off of fucking 18 touches. That's a huge deal. T- Pollard had six more yards and half as many carries. That's fucking crazy. What the fuck, Zeke? I've only got him in a couple of leagues, but man, in the one, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough might be tough to trade him. We'll see. CeeDee Lamb finally back on the board. Four for seventy one in a touchdown. It was good to see. This fucking Gilbert character. I mean, it looked a little better than Denucci, I guess. I'll give him that. I guess I'll give him that. Moving on to Sunday night football. Yeah. <sighs> so much for Big Game Bucks, right? Is that That was the name of the last pod, Big Game Bucks. Oh man. Did I get Big Game Saints, I guess. Big Game Breeze. Big Game Breeze. Should I say maybe that's what I'll call this one. Big Game Breeze. Just to You know, coincide (laughs) Uh, to poke fun at myself because I like to do that. (laughs) But big game breeze, maybe we'll go with that. I I was considering calling it circle the wagons with the whole Bills thing, but then I didn't even bring that shit up during the Bills game. So now I think we're going to have to go big game breeze. I think that's what we're going to have to do. So 38 to 3, the Bucks just got smoked. Antonio Brown's debut, he had a few catches. Evans was the only one who went over 50 yards. Brady only had 200 yards. And you look at the Saints, and Breeze really, he, he only had 222 yards, but he had four touchdowns, 12 different players caught passes. You had Alvin Kamara, he was doing his thing. Not as much as usual, he was only okay. But, a fantasy perspective, but it, it, it's just, it's crazy. But 222 yards, four touchdowns. The Saints defense was playing good. Brady, three fucking picks. Like, <clears throat> it was a rough game for the Bucks after everybody, everybody, including me, was bragging about. It. <laughs> oh, shiitake. Oh, shiitake. Shiitake mushrooms. Shiitake mushrooms. So I guess, yeah, we, we, we just end up calling this one Big Game Breeze. May I please have your attention? The store will be closing in five minutes. That is right. That is right. It's about that time. About time to close up shop. But before we go, a little Monday night football prognosis. That's right. A little Monday night football prognosis. Listen. I do believe this will probably be a little bit more of a yuck game. You know, another kind of yucky game, ugly game. But... I think the Pats are going to take this, and I think it's going to be a little bit of a bounce back for Cam. And th- I think you could see Jacoby Myers have another solid game. We'll have to see what happens at the running back position because Damian Harris, questionable, is a little banged up, and you got Sonny Michel coming back off of IR, so we'll have to see exactly what happens with that situation and the running backs. But I would say if Damian Harris plays, I would say he gets the bulk of the work. Okay. That's what I'm what I'm feeling. If he doesn't play, I'm just not going to touch any of them. That's what But if Damian Harris plays, I think I'm rolling with Damian Harris. Faux show. Sure. But you're probably not even in that position because it's not like he's been that special Damian Harris that you need to make sure if he plays Monday that he's in your lineup. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? That's asking a lot to wait till Monday night, because then you got to have a backup plan. So, hopefully, he suits up because I think he could have a solid game. Uh, the Jets D's been playing a little better, been playing a little better, but they have no, no Sam Darnold, and I know he's not been great or anything like that. But again, in comes Joe Flacco. I just. Poor Denzel Mims. He's got a Sam Darnold as his quarterback who's just lacking in confidence. Seeing goes. Poor Bastard was drafted to play for the Jets and Adam Gase. <laughs> uh and now you're gonna give him Joe Flacco. Not much hope for that offense, if you ask me. If you ask me. Because Bill really, he he really likes beating the Jets. And so he's going to have the defense ready to kind of tear them up. And I imagine the Patriots will have a decent game. And will do enough to take the victory. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Patriots, 24. Jets, 10. 24-10. That's right. That's right. And also I was going to say, you know, again, it's good that we have football because all the other sports are gone and they're not going to be back for a couple of months. And yes, it's great that we now technically have our president elect in place and, and, you know, we can kind of hopefully relax and feel at least some sense of comfort with all of that. And now we just got to kind of hunker down and get through the next few months because, you know, the pandemic's still going. It's still raging. And we got colder weather coming, the holidays. Just got to make sure as many of us as possible are doing our part, right? Because we know not all of us are. Trumpers still out there doing their thing. Ah, We just got to keep that in mind. Just got to keep it all in mind. Do our part. But in the meantime, you do need those breaks for your mentals, right? And I found myself getting a little bit more back into video games. And I've never been a huge gamer, but I've I've always found enjoyment in playing them on occasion and sometimes I'll really get into the Bioshock games for example, the Batman games I got really into those and I'll tend to play those a little more than I normally would a game but uh, the most recent one and I bring it up because it again, it's another form of taking a break from all the shit going on in this crazy ass year of 2020 and so it's, gaming is just another thing, right? And I was sitting around this weekend, and I was really just kind of, I had a very rough week, I would say, last week. I mean, and I just felt like kind of over the weekend, I was just kind of recuperating from it, in a way. And I did a lot of hanging out with my young ones, Friday, early Friday, early Saturday before work, and... We did some board games, some Legos, and then, you know, they sit and they like to, they like video games, so they'll sit and watch me play a little bit, and um, did a little PUBG, if you know the game PUBG, which is a Battle Royale game, it's fun, but then there's another game I like, and this is a game I really, really have come to love and enjoy, and it doesn't seem to be very high in popularity so i just throw it out there as a suggestion it's called hunt showdown and basically it's almost like a western but they're zombies and i know everybody's gonna think they're red dead redemption no i don't think you understand this is completely different first of all it's it's very i wouldn't say it's like a western it's just very that kind of timey like the the characters the hunters that you use that's kind of the garb the dress that's the you know that's what they're looking like is from those kind of times. And you have those kinds of weapons, you know, the pistols, six shooters, shotguns, you know, things like that. Yes, I just did that. <laughs> but <clears throat> it's really it's, it's it's a blast and you get into a. Well, you can kind of play a match with other hunters and, you know, things like that. But then you get into the hunt match where you get a bounty. There's bounties you have to go after. And basically, you get in this match and you have several things to worry about. Because you've got zombies everywhere. And you have your normal zombies just walking around uh, and they hear you and they might come after you. But then you've got, like, an immolator, which is a fire, a zombie that's engulfed in flames. And he's crazy. You've got this other one called Armored. It's this big... It's, it's a, a ugly-looking thing. And he's hard to kill. There's these different kinds of special zombies. And then, you know, there's other hunters out there going after the bounties you are. And then you come to the bounties, which are bounties for monsters. And you've got the assassin, which is like this black figure that's made up of bugs. And, like, he'll come and attack you, and then he'll, like, disperse into his little bugs... And they'll crawl away. And then they'll go back into his form. It's crazy. And then you have the butcher. Who's like a a person with like a pig head. And then there's a giant spider. And so you have to fight these monsters. One at a time. But you kill a monster. You get the bounty. But again there's still other hunters out there. I mean it's just fantastic. I really enjoy it. It's so much fun. So anyway. If you get a chance. I would say. Go ahead and check out Hunt Showdown. If you're into that sort of, you know, you know, online type of gaming with the first person shooter and all that. Stuff, again, I'm not the hugest gamer. I just like certain games and I like to play. And this is a fun one. It's a fun one. So right, anyway, let's go ahead and close up shop. I hope that everyone fared well Sunday and and good luck to you tonight. Right. I know. Some of you already know. I know. regardless good luck good luck tonight Monday night good luck <laughs> and hopefully uh, hopefully you don't need anything to win right hopefully you just got this in the bag but if you need something good luck and I would also point out uh, through all of this if you if you do happen to you know, get into it with any kind of Trumpers or anything like that. Just remind them all the stuff they were saying four years ago, right? And tell them to, you know, quit crying. They lost, right? <laughs> uh, gosh, it's going to be an interesting, interesting end to 2020. Indeed, indeed. And also, and also make sure Tuesday to look out for my Mini Madness show. And yes, for sure, it will be there this Tuesday, 100% guaranteed. Mini Madness, we will discuss what happened on Monday Night Football, which might not be much of anything, to be honest. And we will we'll discuss that. And then we'll discuss injury stuff. And if there's any waiver chatter we can get into. So look for my Mini Madness on Tuesday. Yes, yes. And until then, until then, hey, I bid you all adieu. All of you madcaps, I bid you adieu. Much love to you all, as always. As always. And stay safe. Stay vigilant. Stay mad. Because, as you know, all the best of us are. That's right. That's right. Have a great week. We will chat again soon. Ta-ta for now. Later. Welcome to the show. The man chatters, is yeah. here. Ah.